Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick, and this week we're talking about nanny self-care. This is actually one that I put out some feelers on Facebook and asked for topics that people would like to hear about, and this one came up over and over and over again. So I'm super excited to talk about it, and I'm also super excited because my guest is the wonderful Katie Leinecke. Hello, Katie. Hello, Martha. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I love being here. I've missed you. I've missed you too. (laughs) Um, Wonderful. So this week we're going to be talking about nanny self-care. It's so important. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people who become nannies are such caregivers. Yes. Givers. Emphasis on giver. Exactly. To everyone but themselves. Yes. And they put themselves last Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the job asks of you. It does. Yeah. It honestly does. Um, Like, for example, if you are sick, nannies don't really get sick days. Yeah. Oftentimes Um, you're sick because the child you nanny for made you sick. So it's okay to go in. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And so they're like, the parents are like, oh, great. You have the same thing. (laughs) Come on in. (laughs) Perfect. Please clean all the counters. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, which is, yeah, but yeah, you can't, it's right. not something that you can really call in sick unless you are right. you like can't unable work from home. to leave your bed. Right. Right. Yeah. You certainly can't work from home. Yeah. I wish. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> it's no. snowing. So I'm going to nanny your child from my apartment. <laughs> yes. It's going to be great. Yes. Um, so that is something that I think is particularly true of those Mm -hmm. who are who make great nannies Mm -hmm. like that is a personality trait yes that helps you in this job Mm -hmm. that you're literally willing to lay down your life for the children you nanny exactly because I do feel like yeah oh yeah me over them anytime yeah yeah um or them over you no, I would rather get hit by the car than them. Oh, I see. I was thinking. Yeah. Yep. I reversed it. <laughs> me, me over them. I would rather take the injury. Yes. You were saying you'd rather them not be injured than yes. you. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Same thing, different ways. Yes. <laughs> this is actually an aspect of nanny self-care that I feel like um, the nannies that are happiest in the occupation mm. find other people who are nannies Yes, and have people to talk about their days with yes. and problems that come up and all of that good stuff. Right. You need a trusted resource. You need someone you can bounce ideas off of and you need someone, a trusted confidant that you can come to and talk to when you're having an issue at work or you need some help to figure out a way to solve a problem and someone you trust to be confidential. Mm-hmm. That's really important as a nanny. It is. It's so important. Mm-hmm. And and something that um, as much as I love Logan, who was on and the she podcast. Loves him a lot. <laughs> I do. Loves I'm gonna, so much marry gonna marry him. <laughs> but there are times when he just doesn't get it. Right. Because he's not experiencing it every day. Exactly. Right. And so I will complain about something and he'll listen. But you know, you need that commiseration. Yeah. Like, I don't know oh, if that's a word, but it, I, I made totally it get where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that empathy of mm-hmm. having actually been there. Right. Um, so yes, getting together with people who understand. Um, and I, I do think that it can be another nanny or it could be anyone in childcare. Sure. Um, cause that is just a very specific thing mm-hmm. of this kid did this today and right. Or these parents reacted in this way today. Right. Um, because I, that's another part of your sp- job is dealing with the parents. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And trying to help, is. help them help themselves. Yes. Yes. And so having someone to talk about that with is very important. Right. Right. Uh, so scheduling those regular nanny play dates, we'll nanny say. play dates, meetups, texting your nanny friends is those are all. Yes. Very important. Martha and I do that all the time. We're like, <laughs> we really do I'm having this issue. What did you do? Or like, hey, this weird, uncomfortable situation happened at work. I'm just curious. Do you have any advice for me? And mm-hmm. it's, it's literally if you were to look at our text message thread. <laughs> Which would be invasive of our friendship. You would, would find many questions about children. I would children. say maybe 75% of our text, text messages, messages are about... <laughs> are probably about children. Yeah. Um, but so that's super important. I also think setting clear boundaries mm-hmm. while you're at work right. is very important. I think part of your nanny self-care is getting that contract right up front. Mm-hmm. That gives you such a level of security right that you know that if you are to be let go you're written it's written down you're not gonna be fired and then have to find a job literally the next day right right um you also just have questions answered right so that as they come up you don't have to worry about oh my gosh, I'm going to have to talk to them about this because Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how we're going to handle this. We don't have it laid out already. Mm -hmm. Right. When you you started with your current family, actually, Mm -hmm. um, she went from a part-time to a full-time. I did. Which I had also done the year prior. Mm -hmm. And I had sort of told her, like, this is what worked for me and what I wish I would have done. And this Mm -hmm. is... um, these are some things that I actually didn't care about, but my nanny parents were from corporate America. Right. And so they were like, here's what your contract says. And we're going to lay out all of this. Like, here's your vacation time. And this is your salary. We're going to take out this much for that. And if we ask for, um, 
if we ask for vacation days, you get those paid. And if you need to take time off, you have, if it's out inside of your vacation time, you can have that. Let us know. This is our policy basically on things like that. And it was really, um, it was really, I felt kind and helpful to be able to share that with a friend and to say like, these are things that I needed to know. So you do need to get yourself a nanny friend, my friends. Yes. And do it now. (laughs) Do it now through this podcast. Yes. Or through any of the lovely nanny websites that you can find on Facebook. Yes. Martha and I are both part of um, North Shore Nannies and Chicago Nannies. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important to be networking with people who are like you and in a similar profession. Yes. And we are soon to have actually a whole episode about those online communities oh, fun. Um, with one of the creators of the nanny love. That's one of them. Awesome. So, oh, you told me about that. I remember. Yes. So there will be a whole episode about that. Get excited. But that <laughs> is a really good way to network and find right. because there are usually, especially in big cities, mm-hmm. but usually there's a nanny group for your specific city because it's a hard job it is and it's it's an isolating job it is very isolating even though you're with like the most loving age i think is the age that you usually nanny like that two to four you just don't have co-workers though and that's where sometimes I, i remember when i was in college i nannied for a family two of my professors And they had a little girl who was um, in kindergarten and a Mm three-month-old. And I started when the child was three months old. And I stayed until it was the whole school year. So not talking yet. Right. And I remember I would do two five-hour days a week when their parents had classes and office hours. And then on Friday, they had all meetings because they were theater staff members. And Friday was the day that they had meetings all day for shows. And so... I would spend 10 hours a day with this infant. And I remember (laughs) at the end of those days, I was like, I need to use my big girl words. Like, (laughs) where is the person that I can talk to and say like full sentences and like not baby talk to them? Um, Yes. And it's very, I think if you have someone like that, especially if you have a little one, it's really helpful for your sanity. Yes. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, that the theme of this podcast, communication, I think, is a huge part of nanny Mm self-care, is communicating your needs to the families that you're working for. Right. For example, I have allergies, which we've talked about on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And something that I pretty consistently have to do is say, I cannot serve that to your child or I need for this to be put away mm-hmm. um, because it is <laughs> right life-threatening. Advocating for yourself is Advocating really important. for yourself. And teaching these, teaching these skills by modeling to the mm-hmm. children is really important because you're teaching them to advocate for themselves that it's okay to say what you want, what you need, and try to find some kind of balance there that other people can offer you. And you can say, like, this is not acceptable or, like, right. I can't teaching... Being able to say no for yourself is actually helpful to children so they learn when to say no and they know if you need something like self-removal, like if you're like, I'm feeling really upset right now, I need to go into the other room, I'm not mad at you, I just need some time. (laughs) Um, And they learn that that's okay for them to do too. They're learning Mm -hmm. literally as they watch you. So being conscientious of what you need is really important because the children should learn that too to be good adults. Yes. And that is, I think, a really good way to think of it for people who are worried about being selfish. Yeah. Which just breaking down that word selfish 
ish is of the so being selfish is being of the self right which, which you is are anyway yes are but is also something that we strive for in other ways mm-hmm. like in yoga or meditation or things like that being in touch with yourself and aware and aware is a really good right. practice right. but i feel like it gets twisted mm-hmm. as soon as you try to put it in everyday practice or right. in a job right um i know i know martha's planning on doing a podcast on this but i read a book called boundaries mm-hmm. and it it changed it literally changed my life mm-hmm. and it was basically talking about by saying no you actually make better use of yourself for others and for yourself mm-hmm. so if you say like no i cannot it's saying no to say yes so right. that you can say yes to opportunities where you can really be impactful or you can really do something you want to do or you can really like to make time to have free time to help people when they need it yeah so it's really important to be able to say no and let your yes be yes and your no be no don't do something and feel resentful about it basically mm-hmm. be genuine right which is part of self-care Yes, it is. It is. And and makes you better at your job. Right. And if you feel resentful about something, it's a good sign that you're giving too much. Mm-hmm. You're giving more than you're willing and you need to dial it back a little bit, whether it's time or you're not being reimbursed enough or you're maybe something that they do makes you insane or you're being talk about it asked to do more than your position Mm -hmm. because something that happens a lot. uh, Yes, I've heard a lot on these Facebook groups is Mm -hmm. I was hired as a nanny, not a house manager. Mm -hmm. And I'm being asked to be a house manager Mm -hmm. and I'm not being compensated Mm -hmm. for being a house manager. Um, And I think a lot of times that is not malicious on the family's part. I think it's that they just are like, Oh, we need this done and our nanny can do it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) And so, but just setting those clear boundaries. Right. And not being afraid, not being afraid to say, Hey, you know, this is, this is what we talked about when I first started the job and this is what I'm doing now. I really like working for you. Um, I don't, I don't feel like the job description equals the pay anymore. Like, can we talk about this? Right. And I would love to keep doing what I'm doing for you. And how can we make those match? Right. Exactly. Because you could get a pay increase. Right. (laughs) Which, or you could be asked to do less. Or you could, exactly. And that's all part of your self-care is knowing what, Knowing when you feel uncomfortable, like that's a good sign that your your limits are being pushed. Right. Right. Yes. And and also I think part of nanny self-care, which we can kind of move into after work, mm-hmm. is leaving time to check in about your day is very important. Whether, because I'm an extrovert, so mm-hmm. I usually do that check-in outwardly yeah um with someone else with someone else and so I will like talk to my mom on the way home or talk to Logan when I get home or call an old friend and so just talking about my day with someone else actually reveals more to me (laughs) than me trying to sit there and be like how did my See, that's funny because I'm laughing because I'm the opposite. I'm introverted, <laughs> so I, I like dread talking to people on my way home from work. Mm-hmm. I like want to sit either listening to music or like with no one. When my phone goes off on the way home from work, I'm like, don't anybody 
talk to me. I don't Sometimes I silence my phone on the way home from work or I turn off my text message alerts because I've learned that it makes it, my blood sort of boil when I'm being harassed mm-hmm. via phone, um, which is not fair to say because none of those people know it feels like harassment. Right. But if, if it's going off multiple times, I feel stressed out. Yeah. So being aware of that and like how you reflect if you need to talk to people. Mm-hmm. My roommate, whom I love, is an external processor. Martha, whom I love, <laughs> is an external processor. And that's great. And being able to be a sounding board for them is great. But also sometimes I come home from work and I say to my roommate, I come in the door and she's like, hi, how was your day? And I'm like, I need 20 minutes to lay in my bed and then I will talk to you. Right. And it's it works out great. She respects that. And then I pop out and I'm like, I'm ready to talk. Like, tell right. me about your day. And you're f- back full of energy. Right, right. And so, yes, knowing how you process things right, exactly. is important. Yes. Um, and really checking in with yourself because... If you are constantly feeling stressed, then probably how you process things is not matching with what you're doing. Right. And so that's a good sign and a way to look. Self-awareness is key. It's And you need it to be in this profession. You need Mm -hmm. self-awareness and you need to be able to reflect on your actions. Were they effective? Did the child respond the way you had hoped? If not, how could you do it better? That's really important for working with children. And it's really actually very important for being an adult in general. So if you're able to say like, okay... Why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling stressed out at work all the time? What part of the day is bothering me? Um, I know I I have a lot to do at the household I nanny for. Mm-hmm. I actually really like that. I like mm-hmm. to feel productive. I like... Um, I'm such a dweeb. If I had glasses on, I would push them up right now. <laughs> um, I love to be able to be like, you gave me a whole list of things for the week and I finished them all but one today. So yes. there you go. Um but it's not necessarily some days you have to know when to leave it. Mm-hmm. And some days you have to know, like, this is what I can get done reasonably in this day. And this is what I cannot. And still taking time. I found for a while I was when I shifted from 10 hours a day at the home where I had a lot of time to right. do all the things I needed to do to four hours a day generally at the home. And I had an hour or an hour and a half without the child to uh-huh. run errands because I try never to run errands with the child. Sometimes we do. And that's how right. it goes. But she, the first week of school, she was getting very upset because she was like, you didn't have time to play with me. And I was like, that felt terrible to me because yes. I want to connect with the child. I love working with children. Right. And so I kind of bust my butt to get all the errands done before she comes home because that's what I like best. I like yeah. being able to spend time. And so I'm willing to make concessions on the front end of the day so that I can feel more fulfilled by our time together. Right. So knowing what it is you need from the job, what you like about the job and making sure you get more time doing that is important. Yes. Because for example, for me, there are errands that mm-hmm. I love running with the kids because like we get what? so much like Target. Anytime <laughs> we go to Target, please sponsor me Target. Um, <laughs> Just kidding, but also but not. But also do. <laughs> um, but we have so much fun at Target. Yeah. And yeah, Target's great. And we like explore and we look walk at all things. the aisles. We walk all the <laughs> aisles. We talk about like he'll often ask questions about like how does what what is that? What mm-hmm. is it for? Can and I have it? Yeah. And Good no, you may experience. not have it. But let's put it on your list. Your oh, birthday yes. list. Oh my gosh. <laughs> My littlest one that I nanny right now has his list. 
he will sometimes say, can you give that to me for my birthday when I am five? He's three right now. <laughs> so he's bypassing his Again, fourth you know, birthday. Buy it now. Save some money. <laughs> and, and they're things like food items sometimes. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm, maybe. We'll talk they about were, it. That's funny that you say that because I used to nanny for a child who was reluctant to try new foods. Uh-huh. And her big thing was, she was four at the time. And she was like, I'm going to try that when I'm seven. I'm like, <laughs> yes. it was like a different age each time. She's like, when I'm nine, I'm going to try that. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm going to start writing these down. Like, are you serious? Because I'm going to keep track. Yes. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I will meet your challenge. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yes, I think knowing, checking in with what parts of your day. You really enjoy. You really, really enjoy. And, and then what those, parts of yeah. your day you dread mm-hmm. because also i mean everyone dreads things about their job sure um and so checking in about why do i dread this right is there a way that i could not dread this exactly exactly and what do i need to make myself more successful really what you do for the children mm-hmm. how can i make the children more successful at this activity what is it that they need to be more successful And then doing that for yourself. Yes. What is it that I need to be more successful? I found that I, like I just basically told my nanny family when we switched schedules, I was still trying to, um, I was still trying to do everything I could every day and I was burning out. Yes. At the start of school, I had started teaching in August and I switched to the after school schedule and, um, she, at the, at the start of school, she was not taking the bus home. Mm. So I had really an hour after I finished teaching to run any errand they asked me to before I had to pick her up from school right and then they put her on the bus two days a week and I said after like two weeks of it I said you know I I have found that I cannot run out of the house errands really any day that she's not riding the bus home right because the bus comes I don't have to line up outside of school for it Um, They come to the house. They come to the house 15 minutes after school is over. So that gives me an hour and 45 minutes as opposed to an hour. Oh, my gosh. So I'm actually able to go to Target or go to Whole Foods or go to the UPS store or to the shoe repair shop, wherever it is they need me to go because I am a nanny house manager. Right. Um, And I was like, I just it's just too difficult because I know about me. I don't like being rushed for time. Yes. Racing with the clock makes me extremely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And when it's picking up another child, like another person's Ugh. child, it's so stressful. More it's stressful so than picking stressful. up your own child. So I basically have said, like, that's something that makes me uncomfortable. And you know what they said? They were like, we're actually going to put her on the bus one extra day a week then. So they put her on the bus Monday, Wednesday, and Friday because they wanted okay. another day for me to be able to run errands, mm-hmm. which actually I was like, yes, and could you put her on the bus for Tuesday and Thursday as well? Yeah, um, why not? But they haven't yet, so that's fine. Okay, that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I do like picking her up too, but yeah, it's like I, I can do the in-house errands or I can do the out-of-house errands because I also do like food prep and laundry and organizing closets but I need to be able to do one one day and one the next so what do you want me to do what's most important to you because I can't do it all yes yeah that also is a thing that I have found helpful with Mm self-care is just asking what's most important what's most important to you Mm -hmm. um for example laundry because i was finding that i could not get both children's laundry done Mm -hmm. in a day Mm -hmm. and 
so I started now doing one child's laundry on Monday because right. we also do like sheet changes and things like that on right. Mondays. And so I do one child's laundry on Monday and then the other child's laundry on Tuesday. Right. And then I do a load of both of their clothes on Friday. Right. Um, but I then asked, which, which child... <laughs> Would you like do you me want to, to do be cleanly clothed first? Yeah. And they said the older one because they have less clothes for right. him because right. the hand-me-downs go to the younger one too. That goes exactly with what you were talking about earlier about how communication is key in mm-hmm. issues like this and saying, telling them like, I can only do this much. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you listeners <laughs> have read um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I am a super dweeb and I love <laughs> self-help books. She really does. I'm the worst. No, you're the um, best. Now I am then so you, I read all the self-help books. And then you tell me the highlights. <laughs> yes. Um, but the seven habits of highly effective people, they talk about um, the, the types of compromise and the most important, the, like the best, the pinnacle of, of compromise is win-win or no deal. So mm. unless both parties win, you're not going to follow through. So, and I've really like sort of like clawed into that. I've like cooked into it and uh-huh. I've been like, yes, that's what I want. Yeah. I want a way where we can both win. And so finding a way to do that as a nanny and saying like, Hey, communication is key on that. Like, mm-hmm. what is it that you really want and need out of this? And how can I do that in a way that doesn't make me want to tear my hair out? Right. Yeah, exactly. And often I have found when I do ask those kinds of questions, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal to them. Oh, yeah. A and lot of nannies are performance, high performance, high quality. And we feel we put the pressure on ourselves, which is why we're such um, good people to take care of other people's children. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's why you have your job because you're excellent at it. Right. Um, but if you are a good steward, you often put yourself last and you try to do literally everything they ask you to mm-hmm. and you don't like waiting to let, let things go to the next day. Right. So just saying like, Hey, this is what I didn't get done. Right. We, we beat ourselves up and they're like, that's fine. That was a list for the week. It's Monday. <laughs> go <okay>. home. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yes, when you do go home, mm-hmm. I think something that is important is, one, not scheduling yourself so much at night that yes. – And I know sometimes financial reasons you end up having to do night sits for other families, and yeah. I get that. However – if your finances allow you to mm-hmm. take nights off. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to. Some people don't. Yeah, that's like, also I found true. when I was working my way out of debt, um, I, because I'm debt free, um, when I was working my way out of debt, I was super fired up and I was like, I will take every babysit you have. Like throw yeah. them at me, people. Because I was excited about meeting my goal of paying off my car. And um, then after I paid off my car, I was like, well, I don't need to do that anymore. Nope. And I really value nights and weekends because I yeah. spent a lot of time working and I'm an introvert. So I need <laughs> some time to be away from you um, to want to see you again. Uh, but it's really, I think it's really important to be able to say no, really. Like, yes. no, I can't. Or, um, you know, I have this other event that was very hard for me two years ago. Mm-hmm. And now being able to be like, to other families life goes on before and after you my friends you are i'm sure you are great at your job i'm sure of it all of you (laughs) listeners are but they can find someone else if you are if you are internally torn over whether to take a job or not if you have other plans or something you'd rather do or you don't really want to do it don't 
Right. Don't. If you Don't. can afford not to, you shouldn't. You should be able to allow be able to allow yourself to enjoy your time away because it makes you a better nanny when you come back. It really does. Yes, it does. And yes, saying no is okay. Yeah. I just, I want everyone that's listening right. to actually hear that. Right. Saying no is okay and right. it's actually a good thing to do. And sometimes even, so So I'm a church goer, but mm-hmm. the, and they talk about taking a Sabbath. I think it applies to everyone though. It's like the day of rest. Right. However, if I don't schedule it, I will not take it. Yes. So I've had to like write in my planner like an X over the day. And it it does make me a better nanny because I feel rested and ready to go back to work. Mm -hmm. I've been able to do fun things I wanted to do around my house or even like I'm super productive and nerdy. (laughs) So I like to like I'm going to go through my closet and clean out all the clothes. Um, I found out I have a lot of clothes. No, I have a day off coming up. Ooh. And that was my first thought is like, oh, I'm going to clean out my closet. Yes. Martha <laughs> has a lot of clothes. I, I do. used to live with Martha. <laughs> I really and do. And she has a lot, like three, three closets. Worth? Probably. That's probably true. Yeah. We can discuss it later. Neither oh, that's for there. a different podcast. <laughs> but yes, finding time for things that you actually want to right, do. Right, right. And like making time to um, kind of fulfill your own dreams. Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to be an active participant in your own life. And so on nights and weekends, you should be moving towards things. If you want to take a dance lesson, take a dance lesson. Yes. And it shows the children. It it honestly makes you a better nanny because it shows the children that they need to be a part of it. They need yes. to be a part of what they want. And if I always tell the kids, I'm like, if you're not having fun, that's your fault. You're in charge of your own fun. Yeah. I'm not in charge of that. Nope. I'm here to help you manage your time. You're here to help amuse yourself. Like, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Um, they say Meryl Streep says only the boring are bored to her children. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's really key. And it's key for you too. Mm-hmm. do things you like to do in your free time. If you like to read fine. If you like to go to the movies, great. Like just do it. Yeah. Nike also sponsor Martha. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Do <laughs> um, the importance of feeding yourself oh. on the job. Sometimes you're very busy and I get that, but always pack a snack for you. Always know if you need like water or sunscreen is really important i once got a wicked sunburn from not packing enough sunscreen for both of us listen to the diaper bag episode (laughs) for that full story do it's really terrible it really hurt (laughs) also just pack sunscreen yes um knowing that you might need something in your car i personally struggle with leaving work if i'm going out feeling like i've like worked in Mm -hmm. these clothes for usually 10 hours because your fate let's face it nannies you're there so they can commute to work and home mm-hmm. from work. So you work a 10-hour day most days. Um, and if you have plans, like say you have a date or say you're going out with friends, maybe you don't want to wear the outfit you got spit <laughs> up on. Maybe you'd like to style your hair. Know that. Bring those things with you and make yourself a priority in that way. I keep snacks in my car because I'm a super cranky person if I haven't been fed. That's really important. Yes. Um, I, uh, I also make time to take brain breaks Mm -hmm. which are important like if I'm making food sometimes being an introvert I can't talk to the child 100% of the Uh time and or if I'm doing some complicated recipe for her mother and father I'm like you know what 
my brain is working really hard right now. Your job is to amuse yourself right now while I'm going to follow this recipe. Yeah. And so she knows that now about me where I'm like, what should you be doing right now? And she's like, amusing myself. I'm like, That's right. <laughs> um, Go do it. Katie needs a brain break. Um, yeah, but it's really important to be able to advocate for yourself on the job with the child, mm-hmm. um, taking timeouts when you're feeling highly emotional, because let's face it, nobody's really at their best when they're highly emotional no. anyways. Um, and being able to show the child what it's like to say, Hey, you know what? I recognize I have a need and I need to express it to you. This important person in my life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a way to keep yourself safe. It is. And yes, knowing when you need those brain breaks. For example, for me, it's when I'm driving in really bad traffic. I was thinking about that on the way over. Yes. If I am driving in bad traffic, I have had to say to children, I cannot answer any questions Mm -hmm. right now. You cannot talk to me. (laughs) I I will put on music. (laughs) You can talk to your sibling. (laughs) I love but, your three question rule. You oh, yes. should tell that one. That's okay. Good, I think I've mentioned it on here. here before, but I will say it again. Uh, so when I am driving, especially long distances, and we live in Chicago, so traffic gets bad in Chicago mm. and looking for parking spots is always the worst. Um, when I am driving long distances, I will tell the children that they can ask me three questions <laughs> for the course of the whole drive. Brilliant. And often they don't get to three because as soon as they ask one, which is like, what is that? Pointing to a sign. I will say, do you want this to be one of your three questions? And they will also go, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) And if they do, then they burn through a question. Yeah. And some, I have had some kids that take the route of all three questions are gone. Yeah. And then. Which is good. That's natural consequences. mm -hmm. You're learning that you've used them. That's, that's excellent. And then I will not answer another question yeah sorry your questions are up <laughs> yep save it for the ride home yep exactly yeah. i i would i i will say i would love to answer that question when we are safely parked right 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 also i will say when you when um when things like that are happening it's important to tell the child like i really want to hear i really want to answer mm-hmm. like i just cannot right now mm-hmm. because x y and z and i will tell you soon because kids really just want to know that they're going to be heard. Right. And so if you do that, you'd be surprised how much a child can wait, how long. Yeah. It's really amazing. It's like a little magical instrument to be like, I really want to hear what you have to say, but right now I have to do this. So give me a second. Yes. And then when I'm done doing this, you'll know I'm ready to listen. Yes. Yeah. And I also have found that when we do have those moments of like traffic is really bad Mm -hmm. and I can't have I literally can't have that discussion right in the moment right and so I just am not talking to the child Mm -hmm. I usually will have time to say I can't talk right now yeah but sometimes that's it yeah um if there's crazy stuff going on yeah and so then heavy rain or whatever yeah once we are safely parked or snow in Chicago a lot of times it's snow and I'm from Tennessee and I'm not used I'm getting a lot better at it but I'm not used to driving in snow scary anyways it is and so um I will always have like a talk with them once we have parked Mm -hmm. I will say this is what happened Mm -hmm. this is why I couldn't talk to you it's important because then for the next time we drive they we know. have that yeah language and we have that communication yeah. already in place yeah so that is my advice i for- do that frequently when i'm like arranging a play date or sending a message to their parents or um uh-huh. we had this experience the other day we were running an errand we parked the car she'd asked we had like talked about her having a play date over 
Um, it was Tuesday. We talked about her having completed over on Thursday. And I was like, yes, let me send that mom a message as soon as we park the car. Mm-hmm. We park the car. I'm someone who needs to like type out a message. Right. We read it once or twice. <laughs> and at one point she was like, why can't we get out of the car? And I was like, I'm typing a message to your mom's friend. Do you want your friend to come over on Thursday? She's like, yes. And I'm like, then I need you to hold tight for a few minutes because I can't talk to you and also write the message. Right. I can only do one thing at once because that's the way my brain works. Not everyone's mm-hmm. brain works that way. Right. And that's great. But she knows like, oh, Katie's <laughs> doing this one thing right now and then she'll be able to respond to me. Um, and it's really interesting because she knows I've told her to like, if I'm turning the wheel, I can't change the volume on the song or right. skip the station or whatever it is. Um, so it's really communicating that to the child and to the parents, whatever your needs are is really important and it helps them to do it to you as well, which is, it does kind of what forms strong relationships is being able to say, this is what I need. Mm -hmm. How can you help? Yes. Because I now have had a child say to me, I want to finish this Mm -hmm. and then I will do what you've asked me. And you're like, that's excellent. Yes. I can respect that. Yeah. And yes, I say, oh my gosh, that was awesome. Yeah. Look how you used your words. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, encouraging that. Yeah. And, and thinking of it as a good teaching moment. Absolutely. I think also helps our brains. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I... It's it is helping the child, and that's true. Absolutely, that's always true. But thinking that in the moment, yeah, I think helps. Yeah, me justify it. Absolutely, because you're. I mean, nannies. People are. No one's in the nanny profession because they're like, I want a really easy job, right? Uh, where I can just focus on me. Um, <laughs> people who are nannies are people who care about other people, who care very deeply, who want to give a lot of themselves, um, and that's wonderful. But also think about what you want for the child. You Oftentimes you love the children you nanny for. Mm-hmm. Do you want them to live a life giving in a way that makes them uncomfortable and um, expending too much of themselves and overreaching so they're always frazzled and tired and stressed out? You do not no. want that. Um, and many parents have not escaped that. Right. So being able to model that for the parents also helps them to say like, this is really what we need of you right now. Like being able to, to make that dialogue open to everyone Mm -hmm. is really important it makes people feel free to be themselves and advocate for themselves if you're also advocating for you so it helps the trust as well i would say yes yeah yes i completely agree yeah everything you just said it's important it is yeah and it it just is important to know that by taking care of yourself you're actually taking care of the kid you're actually taking care of the kid i i also will say in that vein go to sleep Oh my gosh. Go to sleep. It's really important. <laughs> I I call myself a Cinderella to probably all of my friends because at, at midnight, I'm literally unreachable. That it's is like, where I got that from. Did you get it? Yes. I say that all the time I'm, now. I'm like, I have to Cinderella. And like, <laughs> even if I'm text messaging, I'm like, I love you. I hope you feel better. I'm, I ha- I'm about to Cinderella. Yeah. Um, and that's just how I live my life because it makes me a better nanny. Mm-hmm. It makes me a better teacher. I teach as well before I nanny. And if I am well rested, I am happier and perkier and ready to play with you, ready to be yes. on, on the floor with you, ready to like laugh with you. My nerves aren't as short. Knowing what you need, water, food, and sleep are really big for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's pretty much maybe all I need. 
Um, cause I can, I can handle a lot and I'm sure that you can too, because nannying is not for the faint of heart. No, it is not. Um, but you need to take care of your actual physical needs first before you can be a good nanny. And if you are questioning what falls under your physical needs, Katie just listed them, but there's also the Maslow's hierarchy yeah, of needs. Right. Type that into Google, look at that pyramid mm-hmm. and the first Two, the first one it's like always food get food, shelter, right? Food, shelter, uh, sleep, yeah, water, yeah. All those are on the first level. And then after that, it's all the emotional ones, like yes. love, <laughs> like security. And so it's you have yeah. to meet you have to you have to meet your own physical physical needs come first. <laughs> yes, because at our core, we're animals, and right. that's important. And if you don't meet those physical needs for safety and fulfillment of like like nutrition and um, hydration and sleep, <laughs> right. you're, you're not going to function at your best. And no. they say, they even say like eight hours of sleep is the minimum you should have to operate a motor right. vehicle, which is insane. Cause almost no adults no. have that. Yeah. But if you listen to our future boundaries episode, you <laughs> might also have eight hours of sleep. Yes. Um, yeah. And they say that n- missing a night going to talk about sleep, sleep debt. I love it. Yes. Is the same as having two glasses of wine. Yeah. They, and it takes you, it doesn't, you don't make up sleep you, debt. Yeah. Like the way you think you can't like skip a night of sleep and then like sleep four extra hours and then four extra hours and be done. Right. It takes you a full month of eight to nine hours of sleep to make up for a night of no sleep. Yep. So you're going to feel groggy and actually your speech is impaired. Mm-hmm. Um, your ability. And I've noticed that recently because the <laughs> holiday break for school, has really screwed up my ski, my sleep schedule. Right. Um, and so my speech is a little bit like, I'm like, Oh, I didn't say that quite the way I wanted to. Um, because your brain's ability to process and, um, spit out, if you will, is not, really on its fast track like right. it could be right. so it's really interesting the damage you do just by not sleeping yep so sleep so go, go to sleep right now get off Facebook. whatever you do <laughs> right but also like routines yes. give yourself a bedtime routine mm-hmm. and do something that helps you like if you know the light bothers you don't have you know tvs on at night I do Sudoku because I had mono in college and did Sudoku. It makes me sleepy because I've been programmed to go to sleep after Sudoku. That's great. And I do it at night just because I like it. But mm-hmm. also it's like I I do like one puzzle and I'm like, good night, everyone. <laughs> um, but it's really important to know what works for you and what mm-hmm. does not. Mm-hmm. It's full circle. It really is. Self-reflection. <laughs> yes. But do check in with yourself. Right. Know your self-worth. You right. are you are worthy of being taken care of, right? So, know that literally everyone listening, you are worthy of being taken care of, right? By yourself, by you, yourself. There's a quote I don't remember who it's from, but it was like, "You above all are worthy of your own love and affection," mm-hmm. and it's really true. It is. How would you want someone else to treat someone you love, and you need to treat you that way? Yes, and don't settle for less. Yeah. Because I know that this turned into like a motivational speech, <laughs> but I I is, need to hear is. this sometimes. Yeah. And I think we all need to hear this. Yeah. And back to our beginning thing of having a friend who is a nanny, mm-hmm. having an outside eye yes. tell you when something is ridiculous and yeah. when it's not right. is also very helpful, right. I and, think. And also knowing like 
a brief touching on boundaries here. I know that's going to be another episode, mm-hmm. but I had a friend yesterday. He's he's not a nanny. He's um, <laughs> an athletic trainer, but he was having an issue with a coworker, and the coworker was basically basically yelling at him for something that was really within his bounds to say right. and was appropriate. He was really doing the right thing, and his coworker got mad, and mm-hmm. um. Because there was, he was trying to stop a conflict of interest. Oh, okay. And the coworker did not like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what though? Like, I know this is really like kind of lame to say, but you think about like your boundary. Have you behaved with an ethical point of view? Have you behaved kindly? Have you behaved respectfully? Have you behaved in a professional manner? And he was like, yes, I have. And I was like, then it's your coworker who's out of bounds. Right. And it's not you. And you don't need to beat yourself up about this. Yes. Usually people who are nannies or um, anyone really who's good at their job, who like loves what they do, is going to beat themselves up. Did I do the right thing? Was this Mm -hmm. the right choice? You know, and that's good to be self-reflective. But also you need to know like, this is the, this is my backyard. Mm -hmm. This is what I can take care of. If you told me 30 minutes before I'm supposed to leave your house that you wanted me to do this, I can't do it. Right. And that's not because I'm not doing a good job at, at your house. It's because you didn't tell me soon enough. Yes. And like, don't beat yourself up when you go home. And it's mm-hmm. it's hard not to do that sometimes if you're really productive and you care deeply about your job. So give yourself a break. That's another thing. Grace. Yes. Grace for... Grace for yourself. steps. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want the children to have grace for themselves. Yes. I've had to tell a child and nanny for once. She was really upset. She did something to me that I did not love. She had said something unkind. Um and children are experimenting with that anyways. So like they're trying mm-hmm. to see what's a, what they can say and can't say to their friends. And I told her, I was like, I really didn't like that when you said that to me. It hurt right. my feelings and I didn't like it. And she was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. I was like, I know, but it hurt my feelings. Words really hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And um, she was really upset. And I told her I had forgiven her. And she was still very upset like like five minutes later. And I was like, you know what? I have forgiven you and now you need to forgive you because people make mistakes. Yes. You said you were sorry. I do believe you. Mm -hmm. I trust you to change your behavior in the future. And if I've forgiven you, you should also forgive you. Yeah. So let it like, let it go friends. (laughs) But also good for us. We need to forgive ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Right. That is very true. Well, is there anything else? I know that we could talk about this forever. I could talk. I could literally talk about this forever. I know. Um, do things that you love. Do things for yourself. Um, recently, I've been like, I'm not going to live another day feeling like I'm like a hot mess, even though I, I actually always feel like a hot mess. But I'm going to feel good. I'm going to own my hot messness, and right. I'm going to um, live in a way where I feel good about it. And so um, just do what you like to do. Put yourself out there in a way that you like to be out there understand your own boundaries be safe with yourself and your body like what Mm -hmm. you like what you don't like and i think you really are i think you're all really very smart and you're all um, very competent yeah very competent individuals just take time to try and digest also if something martha and i were sort of talking about this before Mm -hmm. but give yourself time to decide like you don't have to say yes right away there are some things you will be ready to say yes to right away like somebody asked me if I would um, help them out at this certain venue at church um, with the kids ministry once a month. And I was like, yes, yes, I will. And she was like, take some time to think about it. I was like, don't need to. I'll pretend to think, but yes. yes. (laughs) Um, 
But if you, I often, when I'm asked to babysit, I'm like, let me get home and check my planner or let me check my planner. And I will give yourself a go-to phrase to give you time to think like, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to spend this night away? You know, Mm -hmm. and give yourself the space to think about it because not everyone's ready for an immediate trigger. Right. Right. Yes. And, and you will have to go back mm-hmm. and correct things less right. often if you just take that time. Right. Right. And and like knowing being able to read your own emotions is mm-hmm. really important. You're probably in this career because you're really good at um emotional awareness and right. emotional intelligence and being able to say like, oh, you know, like I feel uncomfortable. Why? Right. And then be able to like suss out what's making you uncomfortable about it. Um I had somebody invite me to something recently and I could tell I didn't want to go, but I didn't know why. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought about like, well, can I stretch the truth? And I was like, I don't really feel comfortable with that. So basically I found like, I I like took the time to think about it. And Uh I was like, this is why I don't want to do that. And giving them the reason was helpful. And it actually helps bond you to the people if they know that you can be yourself and be honest. So, But on the other side of that yourself. coin, you do not have to provide a reason to right. say no. You don't. Because I feel like a lot of times, uh, especially with like job offers or mm-hmm. can you babysit on this night? Yeah. A lot of times it's like, oh, no, I can't because of this right. reason. And it's like, no, you can just say no. You know what you can also do? I read this in a book <laughs> when I was like, 12 a self-help book mm-hmm. um and by 12 i mean 16 um it was like you just say like no i can't i have plans mm-hmm. you might have plans to be at your house in your bed yes and that's fine and that's those okay are too. plans <laughs> uh-huh. that you have and it's okay to just say i'm sorry i can't i have plans that night right um and like you said the plans might or like i said excuse yeah. me <laughs> plans might be that to not have plans and that's right. okay that's good it's protective it gives you a bubble to recharge mm-hmm. so um it makes you more effective at your job but you don't have to worry about your plans being good enough for them no that's just a misstep that i have made in the past yes. and i wanted to call it out also that, yeah. many people want their nannies to be happy yes like they really like you yes. and they really depend on you and they really don't want to scare you away or make you stop being their nanny mm-hmm. so you have a lot more um freedom and you have a lot more I don't know, power than you think you yield to be like that. I can't, I cannot. Cause they want you to be happy. It's mm-hmm. a very important relationship to them. You take care of the most precious thing in their life and something that no money can replace for them ever. Right. And th- if they trust you, they want you to stay around pretty much forever. Mm-hmm. So uh, the family I nanny for was like, we would, we would just like to keep you until she turns 16. <laughs> and I was like, that would be great. Yep. Like, I would love it. Um, but they're, they're, they want to make it work for you too. Just keep that in mind that it's not, you don't need to grovel to them. Right. They want you there. Yes. And they also want to be able to negotiate with you. And you'd be surprised how much negotiating power you have about things like your contract, your hourly wage, your, if you have a yearly salary, if you have them paying for X, Y, and Z, right. you know, if it's like, I don't know, your Gas car insurance or, or yeah. yeah, or um, or health, health insurance. insurance is a thing for me and my health insurance keeps going up. And, um, the family I nanny for, I told them, I was like, I'm, I'm willing to take a lesser plan, but like sometimes they don't e- even out. Right. And they were like, well, we want you to be happy and healthy. Right. We want you to have health care, So we're happy to increase our portion of that payment. Wow. Um, yeah. Which is something that I feel I don't deserve. I think many nannies out there feel undeserving because this job is really personal and you love the people and that's great. 
but also know that they love you too. Yes. And if you want to hear that from the parent's side in a hilarious way, read Bossy Pants because Tina Fey has a whole chapter about her interactions with her nanny for her child, which I'm sure that nanny works so hard because Tina Fey works so hard. Yeah. And and her husband does too. Mm-hmm. Um and so just that chapter really changed cuz she talks about how she didn't even want to tell her nanny that she doesn't like how her nanny clips her daughter's fingernails. No, really? She was like I was so nervous to have that oh. conversation. It makes me curious cuz I clip their daughter's fingernails so I'm well, I'm, I'm sure it might just be a Tina Fey thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, Who knows? But anyway, yeah. uh, that is, especially that chapter of yeah. that book yeah, is yeah. well worth reading. Right. So just think about it from the other point of view. They're afraid of scaring you off too. Yes. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, take care of yourself. Love yourself. Know yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> Treat yourself. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Well, Katie has brought... A wonderful story, and I can't wait to hear it. Yes, uh, this happened very recently. Ooh. So I, um, it happened over the winter break from school. Mm-hmm. I went back to working ten hours a day, sometimes more, um, because sadly the family had a friend die, mm-hmm. and um, we. I was basically asked uh, to keep the child out of the house for almost ten hours a day Ooh. because they were hosting a lot of five adults. Only two of them were married, so there was a lot of. Um, hubbub in the house mm-hmm. and so one day it was a Thursday which is a day I normally work late anyways and so they uh, I came at 7 30 I was supposed to leave at 7 30 um, but they were like could you please have her out of the house for most of the day and I was like sure and so we ran some errands for them and then we went to the shed aquarium and we were there for like close to four hours which Ooh, was really yeah. actually very lovely um Yeah, she had turned a corner from not wanting to see the show anymore, Mm -hmm. the dolphin show. She was like, I just want to look at the animals. And I was like, who are you? You used to (laughs) want to see the show three times a day. Uh, But we walked around. We spent the whole day together. We were reading together on the sheets. And they have like these great little um, iPad sort of things where you can like Mm -hmm. scroll through and pick the animal and read about the animal or the creature, sea creature. (laughs) And uh, we were there at 1230. We left at 430. We got in the car and we had been like super in each other's face and loving all day, like even on the walk back. <laughs> and uh, we got in the car and we left and we were about to turn onto Lakeshore Drive. And she was like, man, I feel kind of like, Bleh. And I was like, <laughs> you know, your brain probably needs a break. We've spent a lot of time together today and it probably mm-hmm. needs some quiet. And she's like, I don't think my brain needs a break. My brain feels fine. And I was like, well, my brain needs a break. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we're going to be quiet for a little while. I was like, you don't need to. It doesn't have to be the whole way back because she lives in Evanston. And I was like, it doesn't have to be the whole way back to Evanston. But we do have to be quiet for some of the time because my brain needs some time to process. (laughs) And she totally respected it. She was quiet. But it's just that kind of like being able to say like, I understand that you don't need a break, but I need a break. Yes. Oh my gosh. She was particularly lively that day too because she was all amped up about like the five people at her house. Right. So she was going a mile a minute when I arrived. I was like, well, I have a lot to say today. You have so much to say. And I have so much to process. And I need you to be a little bit quiet um, just for short bursts of time. Mm-hmm. But being able to do that, kids need to know. Yes. You know how different people process. So it's mm-hmm. fine. It's great. But Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. Take a break for your brain. 
brain break. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for being here, Katie. Thank you for having me, Martha. And for all my listeners or our listeners, um, please, please, please visit us on Facebook at Chronicles of Nania and on Instagram, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And if you have a fun, cute story, like send the one that in. Katie just shared, <laughs> please send it in. I would love to read it on on the air. Um, I will never share the child's name. Don't even send it to me. But I will share your name and plug something for you yeah. within reason. Um, I will nanny self-care. <laughs> but I will not plug things that I don't feel comfortable plugging. Right. But I will... I'll even plug something for you if you send it in and send any information about that. So I would love to hear from some people. Um, and that is chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. And Nanny is spelled N-A-N-N-Y-A. So thank you so much, Katie. You're so welcome, Martha. And thanks for listening. See you next week. The Chronicles of Nanny is produced by Martha Reddick and Logan Nielsen. Artwork and logo by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.